Willow Wellness Center in High Point strives to deliver an inclusive, accessible, and non-judgmental approach to well-being by helping their clients find balance and peace in all aspects of life through massage therapy, yoga, reiki, and a variety of group classes. And now they're offering virtual yoga classes for yogis of all types, including a free beginner-friendly Friday morning flow that you can take from the comfort of your own home. Visit willowhighpoint.com and check them out on social media at willowhighpoint to jumpstart your personal well-being today. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the one and only famous, unrivaled designer, illustrator, web developer, animator, Nady Perdomo in here. What's up? Hey. How you doing? Good. Glad to be happy to be here. Yes, I'm happy you're here, and I had a first experience with you. Yes. I got to a photo shoot with you, doing headshots, and I'm doing, I've been doing these for the past probably two months. And I completely forgot my camera. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, not That's so professional. I completely <laughs> forgot my camera, not my Still car. A photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> a photographer forgot the camera. Okay, I don't even know how that happened. And you Super- were there early. <laughs> I got there early. Confident. I was like, yo, lady, where you at? Let's get this done. And blah, blah, blah. She yeah. came over. And I looked at my camera car and I panicked. You didn't see me panic, but I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, thank goodness she's here anyways for the interview because that would have been so embarrassing. But anyways, we're here. And it's kind of karma because I picked on her parking, which was uh, very interesting how she parked in the, in the lot. So anyways, I'll post that picture, don't worry. But yo, thank you for coming. This is great. Um, I guess we met on Instagram. Yes. Yes, and you're also friends with Daniela, who's been on this show. Yeah. She's a super talented uh, UX designer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's amazing that you know each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you also went to A&T, wherever she went. So we're going to talk about that and just your road as a designer, illustrator, all around creative. Awesome. Ready? Yes. Cool. So let's cool. tell, tell us where it got started. Where I got started. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I... Um, I had to call my mom today to ask her. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, because I just don't really, you know, I feel like there's some people that can remember their childhood and like what they did, but I just don't. <laughs> like they're just, I remember middle school and onward. Like, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but she said that, uh, so she was a housekeeper and she also, um, took care of kids and yeah. Miami and she said just a way that she used to um, keep kids from like drawing on the walls <laughs> would you know be by coloring books or uh, drawing pads so that's what she got me and my brother were just like, oh. big drawing pads and um, coloring books and uh, the walls were kept clean <laughs> um, so that's Sh- I guess where we started <laughs> shout out to moms yeah so she was like you kids are not Channel this energy <laughs> yes <laughs> on this paper yes yes yo shout out that's awesome I love that I didn't even yeah. think about parents even doing that because I've seen kids tear up walls mm-hmm. so so were they like blank pages or were they like coloring like coloring books I think it was both yeah, 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 that's awesome. So, so I guess you took a liking to that, mm-hmm. and you were so I started with coloring and everything. Yeah. So, 
did you, I guess, going from there, did you get into drawing more, or what kind of developed from that? Definitely drawing. Mm. Um, she said I used to draw a lot of flowers, but what I remember drawing the most, and she said eventually I evolved, was to drawing everybody. Like, I would draw people, like, I would draw the family. Yeah, really? <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I remember, like, growing up, I always used to draw my friends. Yeah. And co-workers and things. Like, That's cool. Like, yeah, like a little sketch pad. Um... I don't even think I carried around a sketch pad like that. Like, yeah. I would just draw on, um, you know, whatever. Just whatever you had, like a pen yeah, or a receipt or something. Yeah. So it just naturally came to you just to kind of sit and doodle. Yeah. Oh, I was a big doodler. You know what I'm That's what it sounds my like. My notebooks? I'll throw out class. Yeah. You're probably sitting there. There's cats in here, by the way, if you hear cats. <laughs> We're at Tara's house. Shout out to Tara. Um, so you're sitting in class and you're paying attention, not really, but just like kind of doodling around and... All that. So that's happened at a young age. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Just always drawing, doodling. Um, yeah, I've always enjoyed it. And yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, were you involved in any art classes coming up in elementary um, school, middle school, or high school? Yeah. So always, art was always my favorite subject. Mm-hmm. And in middle school, there was uh, was like an after school art program on every Tuesday. Mm. So I would stay after for that. Yeah. And it was like more advanced art projects uh, that we would do. And. What kind of projects? I don't even. Uh, I think it was more like, like the, the sculpture work or like just more. Yeah. Like yeah. more than what we would do in class. Oh, wow. Like so. People that were like really involved in art. Yeah. Almost like advanced, kind of advanced placement kind of mm-hmm. thing where I guess you could voluntarily go yeah it was like an after school thing that's awesome so I bet your mom was like super happy about that like you had someone to go after school stay out of trouble and (laughs) you were kind of like using your artistic um, talents Mm -hmm. to do that so you're doing all different kinds of mediums even sculpture drawing just all of it yeah that's cool and that was like middle school yeah, yeah. So middle school is on Tuesdays after school, mm-hmm. and I guess was it was there like a curriculum? Was it kind of free for all? What did you find yourself mostly doing? I don't even remember the details. Yeah. I just remember really enjoying it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. More art. Yeah, I mean you were doing something to it, which is yeah. which is great. Um, so I guess it's going to high school. Or did you do anything high major school. there? Um, high school. Let's see. I mean that that's where um, originally. so fuzzy but you know okay let's skip to like senior year senior year i'm freaking senior. out no, you're like, good, you're good. no it's like, no those are yo that was a long time ago yeah. and like i mean my fo- my energy and like focus in high school was definitely track and cross country oh so you so were doing like, more sports okay yeah. gotcha but, so. i mean i was always like in art though yes like always yeah. enjoyed it um you know but it was you know art class yeah yeah um uh but yeah, but then senior year comes around and it's like, boom, what am I going to do? Like, <laughs> you did, I got to do something. You got to do something. Yeah. So did you know you were going to college? Uh, yeah. 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 It's like, okay, yeah. I got to. Like, I'm going to college. Yeah. <laughs> I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've had all these um, artistic endeavors throughout the years, been drawing, doodling, all these art classes and yeah. stuff. So you're like, okay, well, that's obviously what I'm into. Yeah. So that led you to pursuing art. Well, initially, I, I really wanted to go into interior design. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but the teacher, she said, you know, like, if I was going to do interior design in um, 
In North Carolina, I wouldn't make it unless like I worked for like the Panthers or something. What? Like, what? Okay. Wait, who told you that? My like teacher. It was like the home ed teacher. Oh my god. So, that, so I was like, okay, that, you know, leave yeah. that dream okay, yeah. alone. And then eventually, I found like graphic design. Yeah. Like, okay, what is this? And um, actually, maybe this was like junior year because into senior year, like that's when I already knew what graphic design was, and I was. I decided that, um, you know, that's what I wanted to do my senior project on. Yeah, yeah. To really figure out what it was. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was a, I guess it was some type of digital design class mm -hmm. where we worked on, um, you know, PCs using Microsoft <laughs> Publisher. Yeah. Uh, so we would have like layout projects and yeah, things yeah. like that. That's cool. So you're using... Oh, that's awesome. This was in high school. Mm -hmm. Wow. So yeah. you were using okay, early Microsoft programs. You were technically... So you figured out what graphic design was in that class. That you can make designs awesome. on a computer and make a career out of it if you wanted to. Yeah. That's awesome. So that mm -hmm. kind of sparked something. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. I'll pursue this. So mm -hmm. those are your initial endeavors going into school. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, so, so I... You know, there are people doing, like, I don't know, skydiving or whatever. It's like their senior project. It's like, okay, I'm going to be productive. <laughs> like, no, do graphic design. You should have. Figure out if I really like this. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I ended up, you know, my teacher hooked me up with, like, this mentor who was this freelance graphic designer in uh, High Point, yeah. Kay Myers. And so she mentored me throughout that whole year. Wow. And um, I ended up finding they ended up finding like this client for me it was like this guy out of thomasville who had this barbecue sauce <laughs> and he wanted to start selling it in stores locally yeah so he needed a label and everything so that was my first client really yeah and no way that was my first client for it was my senior project a barbecue sauce label a barbecue sauce label was your first client in high school yeah, that is amazing <laughs> was the sauce yeah. good did I try it? Nady. Oh my goodness, you didn't try the barbecue sauce. I feel like I, I remember the taste though, so I must have, because I don't know. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, yeah. So how, I think I did. I, I probably yeah, did. You just, I probably yeah, no I had to have because yes. like we met like with him and everything and like she guided me through the whole process of like talking to the client, figure out what they want, like all of that. Yes, I love that. And, um, you know, I fell in love with the whole process. I love that. Um, and that's where I was like, yeah, this is this is what I'm doing. That's amazing. Yeah. So you did that and when you... Did you like working on it? Like, were you excited throughout the whole process and it mm -hmm. kind of kept you engaged? Yeah. So you kind of knew, like, right there, it's like, okay, cool, I can I can do this. Yeah. So how did you create the design? Were you, did you illustrate or was that all just all computer? Yeah, it was uh, definitely always to start, like, sketching yeah, things yeah. out. And, um, and then on Microsoft Publisher. Oh, my God. I designed the label and everything. And they liked it and everything? Mm -hmm. No way. That's cool. And that was yeah. through your mentorship. Uh, yeah, for like my senior project. Project, yes. Yeah. So obviously you probably passed with fine colors because you had a happy yeah. client. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I never knew that. God, what are we from, from mine at a board game, something really just random. And that sounds like it would be way more fulfilling if you do something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so yeah. that's awesome. So that's cool. So uh, you obviously decided to pursue something like that for college. Mm hmm. 
So what led you to A and T? A and T. Shout Aggies. Aggie pride. Yes. Um. I I I liked Greensboro. And I didn't want to go too far away from home, like my parents. It was like 30 minutes away. Yeah. And um, I think I toured uh, UNCG, A&T, and uh, ECU. But I just really loved the energy at A&T. Yes. And I visited and like the campus and everything. So oh, that's, that's awesome. I decided to go. Okay, okay. Yeah. You decided to go to A&T. And this was 2000... And Nine. Nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, we're the same. We're the same graduating mm-hmm. class. Um, so awesome. So you get there and you have your. I guess you don't declare your major your freshman year, but you knew what you wanted to do. So I did declare my. Major. You, you like, declared your freshman I'm year. Doing oh, design. you were gone. Okay, <laughs> yeah, declaring it. Okay, like, okay, this okay is yes. What I'm doing. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Yeah. So got us through that. So how are your general classes mm-hmm. and this kind of got us through how school was for you overall? Well, initially I was in the wrong department. They put me in like. Um, the School of Technology, and so I was like, my first semester was doing drafting classes. Oh my god! And stuff. But eventually, I figured out I needed to be in the art department. Oh yes, okay, yes, yes. So, for design, yeah. Second semester, um, I moved to the art department, and um, you know, their visual media design program. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're in there, and digital digital media design. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, you probably had... Did you have an idea of what kind of graphic design you wanted to do? Because obviously, they kind of... There's different kinds of design you can do. I mean, you, you can do commercial stuff or do, I guess, I don't know, design posters or, you know, whatever. Did you... Was it kind of overall thing or... Yeah, it was general. Okay, it was very general. Um, okay, gotcha. I, I don't think I really went into it with, like, a specific what I wanted to do. Well... Yeah. I think at first, yeah, I wanted to work corporate, which I did end up working corporate. Right, so you wanted to be in a corporate atmosphere. But then by the time I got further into my career, I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to be more like like um, small boutique-like yeah. Um, yeah. studio. Yeah, but, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so were you, we say you were challenged while you were in school like do you remember any classes that really kind of i guess kind of challenged you and made you kind of maybe even discourage you a little bit mm, no not at all actually oh, so well pretty... one professor that really challenged me there um and i mean i owe everything to him he was awesome really but he came to ant i think that same year that i started and um he just brought all of this real world experience with him to that's share. awesome so it was like less of like by the book yeah design and more of like this is really what it's like out there see and that's and what you need it was so cutthroat i would say that's what mm-hmm. my qualm with college is that you don't really get the real world mm-hmm. experience and you kind of get especially in being in an art department a lot of kids come out there lost yeah not knowing how to do the business side of it mm-hmm. or if they want to freelance of how that works navigate things but as soon as yeah someone who was like nah I'm gonna tell you what's up yeah oh and he did yeah that's awesome <laughs> it was was he pretty critical like as far as your work and mm-hmm. critiquing and everything yeah wow and, I mean that's exactly what I needed um so it was great that's amazing it really challenged what uh, was that your later your later your senior year around there or was it all throughout 
all throughout. Also, he was yeah, a teacher. He came in that same year. In 09, and you kind of just kept taking his classes. Yeah. Was the art department pretty small, Auntie? Yes. Okay, so you, start, you probably saw the same people literally mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. Wow. Yeah, small. But That's awesome. I kind of ventured out, though, because that same, like, you know, my freshman year at um, the student union, there was flyers around about the yearbook was looking for layout editor or like the layout designer or something so i applied for that oh no way and i got it that's crazy yeah hold on i interviewed you know tori ali yes okay i interviewed him last week what yes yeah we worked your book together yes okay yeah, yeah. yo shout out to tori hey that's amazing yes awesome. oh i was like wait a minute you had to know each other yeah yeah and he's doing phenomenal things Oh, uh, up in New York. I have not kept up. He's up in New York. He's in New York working for Columbia Records. What? Yeah, he is kicking booty. Dang. I'm yes. Look yes, yeah. do it. Okay. Yeah, when you say yearbook, I was like, wait a minute. You have to know Tori. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, I think he was a photographer on yes, yearbook. Yes. Yeah. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that it's cool that they had a yearbook at A&T. That's freaking wild. Yeah, A&T. Yep. Wow. Ever. Was it pretty similar to like a high school one is? Did you take everyone's photos or? No, it was more of like capturing the campus life. Okay, cool. It's like a yearly like thing where you yeah. get, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, and like as far as like the individual portraits that went in there, it was usually only like the graduating class that would show up to take their portraits. It was open to everybody. Yeah. But And we would always try to have like everyone come in. People participate, but it usually ended up being just the graduating class. Wow, okay, okay. And it's kind of describe your role with the yearbook. The yearbook? Yeah, more in more detail. So freshman year, you know, I went, I was like, okay, I want to do layout design. Yeah, so I yeah. uh, started out freshman year doing layout design. Sophomore year, um, I continued working uh, on there. I think I was like the layout editor. Um, and then junior year, I became the managing editor. Wow. Senior year was editor in chief, which was the cool oh my god! Yeah, but the whole time it was like working with a team of super talented people who, like you said, Torre is out here doing big things. Like every all the writers, the photographers, the designers, on that staff, like throughout all those years, are doing incredible things right now. Yes, and it's just like whoa, I got to work with these. people. Uh, yes, and they're all killing it. Like that's badass, and y'all yeah. all work together to make this come to life every year. Mm-hmm. Wow, that yeah. is phenomenal. Which is a lot of fun. Um, yes. That's cool. And I guess it was probably a ton of work. Yeah. I mean, you get a, <laughs> you're so, capturing a whole entire year in a book, so you're yeah. probably like constantly on mm-hmm. it. That's awesome. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like a on-campus job, which was... Yo, so were you technically paid, or was that... Okay, yeah. oh, wow, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. You're getting that work experience mm-hmm. while you're going to school anyways. It's kind of a W whammy. Right. Good right. for you. So, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's I didn't awesome. even know colleges had yearbooks until you know. I didn't either. Yeah. That's wild because my aunt graduated from A&T, but she never mentioned a yearbook. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to ask her if she has one. Let me see. An incredible opportunity. And you know, I've been to some vintage shops and they have some old, like, A&T, A&T yearbooks from like the 50s. Wow. That's awesome. Like, these are going to be around for a while. Forever. And you were part of that. All throughout your tenure there, right? Yeah. Yes, and you there for four years or five years? Four books. Oh, that's crazy. That's awesome. Okay, so we had that. Were there any internships? Internship, yes. I believe it was my junior year. I interned uh, downtown. There was a company 
um, called uh, Mad Mad Monk Interactive. <laughs> uh, Joe Joe um, super awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's in Greensboro. I think he works at Volvo now. But um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I interned there. I believe it was for a semester, and then continued working into the summer mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. with them. But um, got very familiar with video editing software there and yes. in design. Um, did you have a, Did you have any interest in doing video editing at all before that? Uh, I don't think not like particularly, okay. but it was awesome to spend all of that time <laughs> with it. Oh yeah, yeah. So you making what kind of videos were you making for them? Um, so they used to work with a lot, do work with like a lot of uh, local nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So it would just kind of be informational videos about them. Yeah. And so clipping them together, there'd be speaking footage and um, B-roll and just clipping yeah, yeah. everything together. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So you're developing new skills through that, yeah. which you use now, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, so outside of that, were you working on any personal projects? Were you doing any art for yourself through all this? No, and that's the thing that, like, all of this time I have always worked just you know, for work, yeah, like for school work or for like client work or work work, and it's like the quarantine opened up time for me to really yes. actually get back to myself and do work for you, you know that I want to do. Yeah, but no, even like school, it was like it, assignments. I was like it's in good. and out. I was there for the degree, and it was like it was like you were just on it. I'm in here for a goal. I'm yeah. getting in and out. Wow. And um, I wish I had explored more of my style and try to develop my... Yeah. You're, okay, your, your style of, of work while you were still in school or... Right. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking it more as like... Because I've got friends that I graduated with that really uh, took advantage of their studio time. Oh, yeah, because you probably go there whenever you wanted. Yeah. And oh. I didn't. I was like... Uh, well, I had that, and then I had yearbook work, and then I had like another job, and oh, so you were you were working. Job, I was like working. <laughs> so you were like boom, 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 yeah. boom. So I'm sure college flew by for you. Yes. Oh my goodness, that's wild. Yeah. Um, do you? Well, I guess you kind of said you kind of regret not having personal time. Were you ever burnt out at all? Not that In those I can years, no? no. Okay, well, that's that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so let's go through, lead this through your end of years there. So, was there like a big project you remember doing to get out? Any big art project? Um, yeah, so I took, uh, actually ended up taking a couple of photography classes at UNCG. Dang right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't say photography there, I just, I just went there. So I'm just, <laughs> go Spartan. The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I took like alternative photography class and, and like a general photography class um but i got to i fell in love with uh, cyanotype yes work. and so um and like you know working in the dark room and exposing images um and everything just fell in love with like the whole process so that was my 
senior project was more around that, like photography. Yeah. So well, so you did your, so you I guess you did the senior work at UNCG, mm-hmm. and not ANT. Um, did you have both? What did I do? Yeah, the the graduating project at ANT was the photography. Oh, cool! Because oh yeah, that makes sense. Because. USG and AT shares classes and shares credits, right? I think so. That makes yeah. sense, actually. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And is that we did that cool project with the photo? Yeah. And the, so, yeah, tell us about that. I think it's very interesting. Yeah, so I was really uh, into kind of like the the human form, mm-hmm. and um, so I photographed, you know, this girl just like in some poses. I'm trying to think of the word. Um, not the type of photography like the type of poses like, oh yeah okay, you like natal not natal like hmm um what is it called when you're like in this position like you scrunch up into like a ball yeah um i don't know i don't know <laughs> not prenatal <laughs> no I don't know. I was just really interested in, like, I guess the way that the body could present itself in, like, form, like, different... Different, yeah, different forms. Yeah, yeah. Um, And just, you know, being born and... Oh, okay. Like, I don't... Yeah, yeah, I I see what you're saying. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Um, So, I just kind of played around with, like, composition of the body inside of different yeah forms yeah and then you put that into it an egg egg shells yeah that's wow <laughs> so i guess really to show i'm not gonna obviously it could be like baby or whatever how it is inside mm-hmm. it's a fertilized egg and how it's developed and yeah. how you transition stuff that's awesome what mm. i'm curious what feel the idea was there anything I don't even remember. <laughs> hey, that sounds cool. Like, so I'll ask you to take photos. Like, that would be... Yeah, I'll show you the photos. Yeah, show me photos when you can. Um, I want to see that. Yeah. Um, I have some of the cyanotypes of the images at home. Um, that I just love, like, the way yeah. they look. But um, That's cool. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go to after school. Let's go so into kind of present day. So, you got your corporate job. Yeah. Well, what corporate, was it corporate? Yeah, yeah, it was an internship at a textile company. Okay. And so I started working there as a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And were you, so you said it was an internship. Mm-hmm. So it started as an internship. Mm-hmm. And then you eventually got the job. So how did you find the internship for people who always wonder how to get internships? Um, so I was, we were in class. At A&T, it was about a month before graduation, and I was freaking out because I didn't have anything to do. So I was just <laughs> like, I'm just going to go down to the beach for like a month and like chill. Yeah. Because I've been working forever. Yeah, so. you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, but ended up, um, I think the the mar- marketing uh, manager came to, he was an Aggie, so he came to A&T, and um, I think he went to like several of the schools around here and um, interviewed or requested for people to come interview <clears throat> for the graphic design position. And, um, you know, I think out of everybody that was in the class, I think maybe it was like me or like one of me and one other person that went and actually that was like it? submitted our stuff. Yeah. 
Wow. So your chances of getting it was very high. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Like, this is, I'm telling you, <laughs> these are opportunities that people never take advantage mm-hmm. of on internships. Like, yeah. And it's like, you have, you have to stay ready for yeah. this. Like, when the opportunities present themselves, like, you have to have your stuff somewhat yeah. together and, like, Absolutely. go for it. And um, so, you, obviously, you got that, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So, it started your internship. So, tell us how, I guess, you developed your relationship to where, like, you were able to work full-time. Mm-hmm. So, I started the internship right before, right after graduation. It was, like, in May. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, by the time December came around, that's when um, they were just going to decide to keep me on full-time or not. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, the president of the company at that time, he, he used to, he nicknamed, you know, like the marketing department, the arts and crafts department. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. But, you know, at, at, I think at the beginning, at that point, I didn't really understand at first the impact that design could have on business. Huge impact. Huge impact. Design is a big part of any business yes so that's crazy they said arts and crafts yeah but you know he you know we worked on kind of understanding where i could add value as a designer to the business and there was like eight different divisions in that company so it was like you know we started with part of it but by the time you know every the other division president started seeing the work it was like we need this too and so you know it was like there was no way i couldn't like not continue to work there like it, there was a lot of work it's to, be done. to do yes yeah. so it was like boom i'm on mm-hmm. salaried up yep and how are you feeling you're like oh cool i actually made this work cool let's yeah let's see what's up it was unreal yeah it's like going to work and designing this is, like, this, is like, this is what I want to do yeah you know and were you did you feel like you were were you challenged at all like where you had a yes. cool you, you had a cool team working with you mm-hmm. uh it was it was a very small team and it was ever evolving the whole time I was there really I was there for almost six years and like when I first started it was me and the marketing manager and um and 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 then like from there like he ended up leaving and and, you know, it just reshifted like everything. Oh, so one person leaving kind of like. Yeah. And it was like, I don't, like between me and another colleague who like, she, it wasn't even, she wasn't even in marketing, but she ended up, she was really good at brand management and, um, textiles. Um, she, she was mostly focused on like textiles and, um, but she was really good at ma- brand management also. So yeah. it's like between me and her, like we kind of. Oh yeah! Like took over the marketing department, and we just started doing like it's cranking workout everything. Oh and my god, that had to be exhausting. It was exhausting because I probably had a ton of projects and things for y'all. Oh my god, all gosh. the time, Don't and you... everything was urgent all the time. Oh, deadlines were just boom, boom, <laughs> yes. boom, boom, boom. Yep. Wow, it's kind of cool though because it kind of conditions you for what you're doing now. You're a freelancer. Yep. It's yep. kind of like damn. Man, honestly, that kind of set me up perfectly you know now yeah. you're doing work i guess it's all in your, your control so mm-hmm. which is awesome so get back to that so you were doing that for six years mm-hmm. and eventually decided to well hold on you also offer a lot of services now 
Mm-hmm. Did, did you learn it through there, like doing branding stuff, layouts and all that? Did, what, what did you learn from that job? Yeah, I mean, every it's it's all kind of, you know, accumulated over the years. Yeah. Um, but there is, was really where I learned kind of how to talk to business. Oh, yeah. In terms of un- having them understand to see the value of design. Yeah. And then really how to take, because a lot of what I was doing there was taking, like, the technical textile information and helping to communicate it in a way that was like easy to digest Mm -hmm. and like to sell um so that that's i think the big my biggest takeaway from there was definitely um you know working with textile information working with a lot with technical information working with a lot of information and just making it like super easy to understand yeah um Which is hard to do, so I applaud you for that. Thank you. But, you know, it was challenging every day, and um, and I love it. That's that's probably my favorite part, is is just absorbing all of the information. Oh, my goodness. And then making it look like, you know... Just like all, uh, what's the word, Uh, cohesive, I guess you could say, or... Or um, just, like, like there wasn't even all of that information to... Right. Oh, gotcha. Yes. That is it's like breaking it down to something that's easy to digest for like the majority of people versus like the people that are producing all of this technical information. Yes. Yes. I worked closely with like the development team, like the research and development team. Yeah. It's like textile technology. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, that's insane. That was fun. So were you, did you like the aspect of teamwork? And having different people to kind of throw ideas off of and all that? I did. It was, um, so by the time I ended up, like my last year or two there, um, I was not doing as much of the creative work. And I'd hired another Aggie, actually, is a designer. Um, and then um, this other girl from NC State that was helping with, like, social media and more of, um, like, the content um, marketing part of it. Um, but by the time I left, like, I wasn't even doing the creative work anymore. I was, like, more managing. Oh, yeah. Like, I was yeah. in that role. And it like, kind of happened on accident, kind of, because you knew what you were doing. And we were like, hey, Nadia, go ahead and do this. You're like, I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, I mean, it was an incredible, like, experience to have. But um, it, it just, I just wasn't happy, like, doing Oh, Wow. Mm-hmm. So you want, so how long did you do the management the management level job? How long was that? Mm-hmm. Probably about a couple of years. Oh, so you did it for a little bit. Yeah. Wow. So eventually, you got to a point where you're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is not what I want to do. Yeah. And you know, I feel like I had been challenged enough at you know during my time there to where <laughs> I'd. I was I was ready for like a new challenge okay. creatively. Yes. So. And that led you to eventually going freelance. Freelance. So did you yeah. cycle through any other alternatives, any other firms before making that decision? No. Nope. You was like I want to be my own boss. Yep. I want to do everything myself. Let's do this. Yep. So tell us cuz everyone I know, including myself, wants to be freelance. But obviously that <laughs> Easier said than done sometimes. So, mm-hmm. how'd you line those ducks in a row? Like, how'd you make that happen as smoothly as you could? Yeah. I mean, 
you know, I'd been there for so long to where the, the, I guess the, 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 what made that transition so easy or effortless for me was I kept them on a retainer. Oh, nice. As a client. So I continued to work with them. Oh, okay. Okay. For initially it was like a three month contract and, um, I would work with them, uh, no, a number of hours a week. I don't remember if it was like 15 or 20 hours a week. The part time. Yeah. 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 And so I was like, okay, I'll work with you guys on contract and um, for three months. Mm-hmm. And that way, like, you guys can get someone in place, figure out what you're going to do to replace my role. And, you know, I'll continue to help out, wrap things up or whatever. Um, by the time the three months ended, we just renewed the contract and continued oh, working together. Yeah. And just renewed it like a couple more times. Um, and yeah, that helped a ton. Yes. Financially. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest part of this is like, people don't know when to leave and how much money to save and yeah. you jump into an unknown and money is an important thing. Yeah. So that's cool that you were able to do that. So were you mm-hmm. able to also build other relationships with other clients? Mm-hmm. Why? Okay, awesome. So tell us about that. How, how were you yeah. finding these other clients to work with? Honestly, it was Word of mouth and referrals. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. That's the best form of marketing. It's yeah. word of mouth. And it's like work um, just was coming uh, to me. And yeah. <laughs> you were just like, okay. You know, honestly, that's really what happens. Is the more you keep your head down and work, the more work comes, comes in. It, come, it literally is. My friend Ashley said it best. Mm-hmm. I've repeated it many times. Opportunity comes. Opportunity finds you working. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. And 100%, you know what I'm yes. saying? Your inbox is just yes. flooding. You're like, oh my God, okay, cool. Yes. So, how are you able to manage the day to day? Like, you're doing logos, you're doing, you know, just yeah. graphic design, and then you're doing just uh, insane projects. So, how are your days? Yeah. I mean, that, that's the fun part for me is like getting to switch from, you know, oh, I'm doing like a logo in the after, in like the morning. And yes. Like, illustrations in the afternoon and then like an infographic or like working on a video i used to do some product photography like for the textile company so yeah. i would do some of that um oh my so it was God. like all over the place um but you know it, it it keeps you like moving and it's like you're not just you know in one box all day yes um and so i don't know i feel like it works different parts of your brain yeah no really serious no yeah. definitely does mm-hmm. that's awesome and then you got a brand strategy and i was you doing illustration always anyways mm-hmm. and then talking video editing so like you're literally every day is every day is literally different yes mm-hmm. so gosh with not with not having a manager or boss like how mm-hmm. do you i guess map out the deadlines or like do mm-hmm. you how do you re- talk to clients about deadlines and mm-hmm. how's how's that whole process work with you <sighs> that's where I'm like, you know, sometimes yeah. it's like, I gotta get, like, talk to myself, I'm like, get it together. Yes, because <laughs> yes. I'm like, the way, yeah. I'm, the way I'm seeing this is like, seeing all that getting thrown at you, mm-hmm. you're your only person, mm-hmm. or do you just work out of different people, or is it all, is it all you, right? Yeah, it's all me right Oh now. my God. I, I need help. And <laughs> <laughs> but currently it's like, list. Like I have to make a list, list and like every really day. look at everything and, and then just prioritize 
and go from there. Oh my gosh. Um, some clients have, um, you know, tighter deadlines than others, mm-hmm. which, you know, I find myself, and I guess it's part of a creative process to procrastinate. Like I've come yes. to terms with that. <laughs> yes. Yo, I'm with you. <laughs> Procrastination, oh my God. It's part of the process. Yes, going to give me time. Here. <laughs> and it give you a realistic date of when this can get done because this yeah. date isn't going to work. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like when things, you you have a project and you know you've got it on your plate. As a creative, it's like you can't help but think about it. And it's just going to be in the back of your head. And I think that's part of the process. It's just back there simmering. You've got all this experience behind you and you already know like somewhere deep inside you what you have to do which is you just yeah. have to like sit for a while yeah know? and then and then you know by the time i sit down like the sketchbook and um you know the computer it usually flows yeah because it's like my thing is like you don't want me to rush let me get good work do right. we go back and forth forever and waste another time yeah we need to figure this out in a, in a better deadline or, or better terms you know yep so have you had any clients that were kind of like, I guess you didn't, y'all didn't see eye to eye with and you ended up maybe not working together? No. Oh, so it's been yeah. pretty steady? Oh, Everything's yeah. been really good so far. That's awesome. Um, yep. I feel like it's like, it's not unheard of because you seem like a very kind person. So I'm sure <laughs> you talk to people where it's just like, yeah, there's no point in me being a, a butthole to this person because she's, she's really nice. So <laughs> let me just keep my cool and work with it. Yeah. That's cool. You're going to stop being so nice. Oh, no. <laughs> It's weird because I feel like being freelance and even being a person, you gotta find that balance between being aggressive, mm-hmm. but still being kind and courteous. But yes. you can't be too much of the other, right? You know what I'm saying? Because then mm-hmm. you're pushover, or then you're too much of a exactly. of a hassle to work with. So and it's like you're shooting yourself in the foot, like exactly. Mm-hmm. And some of these clients, if you have a leave a bad taste in their mouth, they're telling their friends. Mm-hmm. And their business owners like, hey, don't work with her. Yep. She's terrible, blah, blah, blah. So, kudos Always to you again. try to keep them happy. Yes. Especially if, yeah. if not respectfully, respectfully, yeah. you know. And that's, that's um, I think it's a, like a Warren Buffett quote. It's like, it takes 20 years to build a reputation, but like five minutes to, to ruin it. it. Like, Absolutely. And that is all you have in business oh god your reputation especially in a creative world oh my gosh i mean i've seen so many photographers this year Mm -hmm. get ruined and either even other people in other mediums get ruined because of doing something stupid or just doing something shady or just i mean it's just ruined you know oh gosh yeah we can we can talk talk about one more later but like just Mm -hmm. some just terrible and grimy things over over the over the past couple months that I've read about me being a photographer and you know mm-hmm. just all that stuff so you're absolutely correct in that you know mm-hmm. so I'm curious because brand strategies to me is very interesting mm-hmm. how does that work like how, do, how does that work with you because brand strategy is not easy mm-hmm. so how does that work with clients when they come to you with a brand strategy or I guess maybe they want to do a rebrand mm-hmm. how does that work with you like where do you start um (laughs) um i mean a lot of a lot of what i've kind of come to is like most people when they think of their brand they think it's their logo Mm -hmm. yes exactly yeah yeah and they think that's all it is 
and they think it's going to be cheap because it's just a logo. It's a logo, yeah. And no, it's, it goes way further than that. Oh my gosh. It's like to really have an effective brand, it needs to be strategic mm-hmm. the way that you approach it. And there are a lot of questions to be asked up front. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> to really understand why you need this logo why this brand like what kind of message does this brand need to send it's like if you if you walk in any store like you're gonna have so many options Mm -hmm. for everything yes but what's gonna catch your eye why are you gonna go with one product versus another like it comes down to the branding Mm. it comes down to the packaging it comes down to the information that's on the packages it's like it comes down to what you're making the person feel or react to. It's like that's what you're after with a brand is a reaction. Yep. And and you can't effectively cause that reaction in your audience or in you know your target market if you don't really know them. Yes. So you're asking a lot of questions. So you have to understand who you are, who who you are as a business, who you are as a product, and you have to understand who your target is to to really make that magic um that connection um that brand uh you know to make the the proper brand that's going to make that connection and like absolutely you know wow that is i'm just thinking of how complex that can get because a lot Mm -hmm. of people probably don't know like like i don't know what i want to my my target audience or i don't know like how i want my logo to feel like i don't know you know what i'm saying and it it's crazy because i I recently talked to a friend who's working on some logo work for me like Mm -hmm. how fonts make you feel a different way Mm -hmm. and like all this stuff and there's so much that goes into branding that Mm -hmm. i've learned through him and when you imagine working with you or you know talking to you and like clients not understanding the feel full concept of what you're doing and Mm -hmm. it's probably i'm sure it could get kind of frustrating kind of like Mm -hmm talking through this like hey this is this is not an easy right it's not just a logo like yeah. you said you know so yeah that's super interesting it's super deep have you enjoyed doing it uh very much okay yes i love uh doing branding work but again it's also like how do you how do i get my client to understand the value that a proper brand strategy is going to bring them right because most people are like i just i just want you know a modern clean logo that's what everybody like, wants what does that mean? Like, it's like okay. that can mean yeah. a ton of different things. Right. It's like, and then, you know, and then they don't think about like the overall brand. It's like they're just thinking about their logo. But, you know, what? how are you going to use it? Where are you going to put it? Like, yeah. Colors. Like, yeah. Who's your target? It's like, do we want to use red or blue? That's important and it matters. Yes. Like, and like you said, the font, it matters if we're going to use a, like a bold, chunky uh, sans serif or. Or like a more refined serif, like yeah, it's going to matter. Like. Absolutely, <laughs> and it's crazy because now I watch, you now you talking about it, and then my friend, and then I watched a show called The Abstract on Netflix. Yes. Yes. There is the font episode mm-hmm. blew me out the water. Yeah. He creates uh, typefaces, and just hearing what goes into making typefaces. <laughs> how they make people feel and then the history mm-hmm. mind-blowing yep and everywhere i look i'm looking at fonts now I'm like no that's crazy 
wow, I wonder who did that. Someone yeah. drew all that out. Mm-hmm. Every letter, every font. Yep. That's insane. It is. Sorry, one little it's an there. art for sure. Absolutely an art. People create fonts mm-hmm. from scratch. Yep. Wow. I mean, yes. <laughs> do you find yourself think that, about it? You're like, oh, it's in the font. Like, yeah. Do you yeah. find yourself ever doing that? Do you do you do that for clients at all? Making fonts. Yeah. I would love to, but no. Mm, I'm gotcha. Sure. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna show you a friend after this is over. Mm-hmm. I think you really like his work. He makes fonts. It's yeah ridiculous. Um. But I, I guess all, those, all the services you do, what do you say like the most? I mean, I know you like brand strategy, but mm-hmm. you offer a bajillion <laughs> services. What do you find the most, I guess, passion with? Um, pro- I mean, probably branding. 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 Okay. It seems like it, but I wanted to ask to make yeah, sure. It's, okay, so branding definitely is the most fun, but it, it's the most difficult to sell. Like, yes. Me, just because it's so hard to explain why it's so valuable yeah um for me right now at least i think i really need to figure it out and then you know i'll be good yeah but um i understand why it's so important but yes um how to how to explain it yes that's another thing yeah absolutely um my other second favorite thing i think i mentioned it earlier i don't know if we're recording or it was before but it was like taking te- really technical information and making it easy to digest yes you just like say that simple here. to understand yes like, oh it's so challenging but it's like with every project that i get to just look at a load of information i i get to learn something new like i was working for um an, an agency in uh winston where uh we were working on packaging and um some other stuff for like a cannabis company and it's like oh i learned so much about cannabis like with this project i was like so into it um but it was like it was awesome um but it's like really deep dive into all of the information and then um and then make it you know into something that's easy to understand or digest or into like nice packaging um that tells you all the information you need without overloading you yeah you know yeah. Um, just, you know, what's the most important piece of information that needs to go on here? Um, and then what else? Uh, the textile company, I loved working there yeah. um, the whole time. Um, just because every day it was like learning something new. Constantly they were coming out with new textile technologies like insert repellent technology, antimicrobials, like... Um, you know, uh, moisture wicking technology, and oh, like yeah. different ways of cooling your body. And it was like all of these like super cool ways that fabric could work for you. Um, and it was like, yeah, we have all of this awesome stuff, but how do you explain it to, uh, to exactly to a client? Cause like, you know, you go to the store and it's like, Oh, dry fit. Oh, what does it do? Yeah. And you get it. But you know, behind that little label that's on that shirt, it's like all of this research and like all of this data. And um, I mean, it's constantly, you know, they're trying to come, come out with like biodegradable fabrics. So it's like all of that stuff. It's like, how do you ex- explain it to a consumer on a hang tag? Yeah. Yeah. How do you get them to see the benefit? How do you get them to, you know, understand what this does in the most simplest 
way possible. And wow. that's what the designer has to do. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, I'm sure you get so annoyed with people's budgets. Mm-hmm. They kind of come at you and it's just like, ah, yeah, it's not, yep. but it's not matching the work I'm going to do for you right now. And yeah. how do you combat that? I'm curious without, you know, get into the details of how much you initially charge, but like, how do you combat that with clients? The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I usually try to talk money up front, like oh, off so the bat. From the start, what's your budget? Yes. Chris, though. Shout out to Chris. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's like money up front. Like, I'm with it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Before because you... uh, then you start talking about the project and like uh, as a creative, you want to do everything for everybody. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, it's going to be fun. But, you know, you get into all the details of the project. And I mean, I used to do this. You get excited about it. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, can I just pay you like this much? And it's like, no. No. Absolutely Sorry, not. Nope. If you're listening to this and you're creative. <laughs> freelance whatever you are yeah. money first yes and if you gotta do a contract mm-hmm. get that contract too but you need yep. to talk about budget first because people are out here wasting people's time get that contract yes get that contract and obviously it's something you definitely have to do as a freelancer mm-hmm. so so yeah talk, let's talk about contracts a little bit so contract. have you been burnt before um, i've been burnt without a contract no, I always had a contract. Oh, so you... Oh. Well, it's cool that you went to school for it. I'm sure in school department... No. no. Oh, really? No. See, why, people, why do people do that? Yeah. You know, YouTube University is like... <laughs> Gang. Yes. Um, yeah. A lot of that stuff, like the business ownership, I mean, it's not covered in school. Mm-hmm. But um, it's something you really... If you really want to make it, like you have to learn it on your own. You mm-hmm. have to educate yourself. Education doesn't stop at the degree it, no, it does doesn't. not no it does not no i have put many many hours into youtube i oh should my. have a degree <laughs> yes until so you are always going to learn and speaking yeah. on that are you i want to be a cop on this are you like lc or anything a what L- oh lc, LC yeah okay cool i ain't mm-hmm. want to ain't want you to say no on me throw your shit out there you know yeah. test stuff but obviously you you yeah. kind of have, if you want to freelance, you kind of have to be mm-hmm. yep. either so probably LLC. You went LLC. Uh, yeah. So that's something that you probably learned on your own. Mm-hmm. You can figure that out. Yes. And. Um, yeah. LLC as soon as I, you know, put my two weeks in. And, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Because before that, I was freelancing some, but, you know, the day job just burnt all of my energy that it was like. So after work, you was like, I'm not thinking about this. No computers. <laughs> Get that away from me. Yeah. No phone, but, get away. You know, I was always, uh, you know, listening to stuff about um, going freelance. Yeah. And getting my mind ready for it. Um, but in terms of, like, doing the actual freelance work, it didn't come until I actually quit and dedicated right. to that. So, wow. So, it's kind of like you took the leap. And kind of, we're kind of followed. That's awesome. That's, like, mm-hmm. best case scenario. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely... Um, so grateful that it has worked out <laughs> absolutely so i'm curious you mentioned you obviously you don't stop learning mm-hmm. 
after school, mm -hmm. you have to keep yourself up to date on these new softwares mm -hmm. and new techniques and all that. So how are you educating yourself on that? Mm -hmm. So um, I like going to conferences. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. So I've been to Adobe Max, I think it was once. Yeah. And incredible. Um Actually, this year, it's going to be for free, virtual. It's free? Yes. So, Ooh. yes, and it's virtual, and I've already signed up for classes, so. Yes. If you, you know, if there's something that you're wanting to pick up or um, learn, Adobe Max, it's free this year, and yeah. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. It is. Um, I mean, being there was an incredible experience, but um, yeah, I've been to that, and then um, some of like the smaller conferences that have come to the area, there was like, I don't think it happens anymore. It was like Hopscotch Conference. I was there. Hopscotch oh, yeah? Hop in Raleigh. Yes. It was Moogfest. Yes, but Hopscotch was in Raleigh and that did have a lot of different creative things happening there. Yeah, I photographed Hopscotch three oh, cool. times. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. I know there's like a music side of it. Yep. Um, I haven't been to that, but I went to the design part, and it was like the speakers they had were like mind blowing. That's I forgot that they do have speakers. You're right, because mm -hmm. I went to a couple of those because they like the talks, obviously. Mm -hmm. But um, oh my gosh, the music side is amazing. That's another conversation though. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, so you voluntarily go to conferences. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I love to learn. Yeah. I like I just love to learn, and then um, oh, since. Ever since um, being, or I graduated A&T, or my senior year, I joined AIGA, the AIGA Triad Chapter. Okay. American Institute for Graphic Arts. There's oh. chapters all over. But um, I was I started as a student member, and I was just always at the events. Um, eventually, I was asked if I wanted to be on the board, because I was always there. <laughs> Oh my god! And I've been a board member. I feel like I'm like the permanent board member that never leaves. Oh my god! Ga. <laughs> but I've been on the board. I've been probably like three boards now, like three presidents. Um, I'm still there. Uh, oh my god! Events coordinator. Yeah. Um, and actually, Design Month is coming up in October. So excited. Design month. Bunch of exciting stuff coming up. I'm such a nerd. You are. It's good though. I love it. It's good. This is amazing. <laughs> this is my passion. I can tell, um, yes. So design um all over. That's amazing. So AIGA. Yes. I did not know to think. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yes, you should definitely tune in. I mean it's gonna be virtual events this year, but But still I'm I wanna do that in Adobe Mats. Yes. Ooh, yes, Ooh. okay. I want to learn how to do. I'm trying to learn Premiere and stuff right now. Yes. Stuff. Sign up for Adobe Max. Yes. I'm going to make that in notes right here. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. So, wow. This is a lot. Yeah. You're doing a, you're doing a lot of things. You realize that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure all your days kind of mold together a little bit. You're just like, yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah. I'm doing a I guess lot. it is a lot. It's cool. That's why I love this, this podcast because yeah. people can sit and you can talk about everything. You realize like, mm -hmm. Wow. I am doing a lot of cool things. Mm -hmm. Kind of sit back and like, well, yeah, I'm kicking ass right now. Yeah. That's good. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm really loving where I'm at, like, in my career right now. Yeah, I'm with it. Mm -hmm. I'm with it. Okay, so let's go ahead and just um, end this out. So throughout all the things you've done, what would you mm -hmm. say is, is some advice you would give to some up-and-coming creatives? Just, um, Especially going freelance. 
take risks. Yeah. Definitely take risks and go with your gut and just work hard. Like, um, that's it. That's what it's going to take. Yes. Is hard work and passion. You have to love it. Yes. You cannot be in it if your heart is not in it. Mm-hmm. Because I wake up every day um, excited to do what I get to do. And, like, yeah. it's like I get to do this. Um, yes. So definitely go after what you love. Figure out what you love, definitely, for sure. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and then do that. Do you, um, and kind of sidetrack on that, what's your, I guess, schedule for the day? Are you 8 to 5? you try to do that? Or you kind of just work around the clock? Around the clock. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, you can, you're, so you can wake up, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning, you're still up working. Yes. <laughs> Almost every day. <laughs> I'm gonna bother you now. I'm like, I'm editing photos. Yeah. I'm like, ah, right, now you up with me? I'm like, yeah, up. I'm, yeah, up. I'm up. I'm probably <laughs> up. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yep. so you, you're, I'm trying to say, you in like 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. what would you like to be doing? Would you want to own a firm or would you want to just kind of still be individual? Like, what's your future plans? 20 years. Oh, 50 years old. Maybe retired. Actually, I've always wanted to, um, you know, end my career teaching. Oh, yeah. Like, professional level? Like, culture? Like being a, profe- a professor? Yes. Yeah. I can see that. So, at some point, I have to go back to school. Yep. You got to. Yes. It's exciting, though. Mm-hmm. But you... that's definitely, I want to give back. Because, like I said, that professor that really, um, you know, was key in my, like, at A&T, he had all this real-world experience. And that's what he brought back. So, like, I want to do that. Oh, yeah. You do all this work now to, like, bring it back to the kids. And, like, hey, y'all, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. This is going to sell your LCs. the real. And get you some tough skin. Yep. Some critiques. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I'm yeah. so happy you're here. This Thank is you. Great. Yeah, it was so great meeting you. Great. Yeah. You're part of the free Likewise. pizza journey, and I appreciate that. Awesome. Now yes. for pizza. And we're getting some pizza after this because <laughs> she felt bad for not bringing any. So it's we're a going, free pizza podcast. So we're going to Sticks and Stones. Yeah. I forgot my wallet, so we got to figure that camera. out. And Wow. <laughs> okay. I deserve that. I deserve that. But no. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us where we can find you on the interwebs. You can find me on the gram. Gang. Uh, at N-E-I-D-Y dot P-E-R-D-O-M-O. Yes. Nady Perdomo. Yes. And no website. Website, same thing. NadyPerdomo.com. Yes. Facebook. I'm just playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. But, um, yes, that's it. We're good. Awesome. Solid. You this are the best. Thank you. Um, You're awesome. Mega talented. I am awesome. That's very true. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but yes, please support Nady. Amazing work. Obviously, the works on me on the website, so check it out. You are for hire mm-hmm. right now. So cool. So you don't have to be a big business. You can be an everyday person and need some work done, and Nady will take care of it for you. Yep. Multidisciplinary, so if you have anything visual, she can probably do it. Probably. <laughs> Um, but don't have no weird deadlines. There's some weird low budgets. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like 20 bucks for a rebrand. It's not going to work. <laughs> no. 
Jesus. But yes, if you have any if you have any other questions for her, obviously obviously hit her up. Yeah, we, reach out. I'm yeah. happy to grab coffee or drinks yes. or whatever with anybody. Absolutely. Always happy to talk shop. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for doing this. You're the best. Everyone listening, I love you very much. And see you next time. Goodbye. You have high standards for your craft, so you should have high standards for how you fuel your daily grind. That's why the Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by High Brew Coffee. High Brew Coffee specializes in cold brew that's less bitter and has more antioxidants, twice the caffeine, and lower sugar than your average cup of joe. Choose from over 10 delicious flavors with dairy-free, added protein, and low-calorie options, plus a portion of every sale supports direct trade farmers in Colombia. So what are you waiting for? Go to www.highbrewcoffee.com and use promo code pizza and brew for 20% off of your order of a 12 pack and get cold brew for those who do ship directly to your door. The free pizza podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google app store, go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, live journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.